0: good morning ladies and gentlemen good morning it is monday november 18th and thank you so much for tuning in once again to church boy confessions we're on episode 20 this is the 20th episode i don't care what apple says because apple's numberings are off and it's really like weird but this is the 20th episode um that means we've been doing this for 20 weeks straight yes sir we've been on it um and you've tuned in once again. And if this, is, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Um, I think you're gonna like what you want to hear, especially if you're tuning in. That means somebody told you about it, and um I hope that this turns out to be everything that you expected. Um, we are two days away from two days past Poetry Jam. Poetry Jam was this past Saturday. Um and let me just say this, I have to stop and I have to say this real quick. First of all, All glory, honor, and adoration goes to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, goes to God himself. Um, Secondly, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To everyone who was there physically, to everyone who was there in spirit, um, to everyone who was supported, who shared our flyers, who just told somebody about it, you know, with your mouth, whatever. Thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you on behalf of the team thank you this past saturday was everything that i could ask for um this past saturday was literally the embodiment of prayers and and just imagination like for anyone who was there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for people who are not there, I'm sorry that, you know, I don't know if you, if you can envision, you know, <sighs> there was power in that room. There was power in that room. And, you know, I don't think that those many people, if anybody, who left there the same. And I don't say that just to gas it up or or this to be a part of marketing for the next Poetry Jam. I'm just saying that that Poetry Jam that happened this past Saturday was one um, that I think I'll, I'll want to cherish for the rest of my life. That I had an amazing time. And I'm sure that many other people would say the same. Um, I... Kind of, you know, I got this message to talk about today, um, and of course it pertains to the Poetry Jam, because that's what my entire life has pertained um, to for the past, what, month? Um, You know, the approach to Poetry Jam, I talked about it last week, was service, you know, like this is going to be about um, service, you know, we're we're serving people, we're um, doing everything that we're doing as our service to God, really as an offering and being obedient and also service to you know the people that He wants us to serve. Um, and let me tell you that this approach that I had was the approach that was needed. it was the right approach. it was on the money, it was on the dot. We were right. We were right. It's about service. because let me tell you that the reason why the poetry jam was, the way it was, was because of God. God made that happen. And God made that happen because he wanted to set those people, set people free in the audience, set people free who were performing, set people free who are planning everything. He wanted to be in that space. And that space was possible because... He wanted it to be that way. And the thing about when God wants something to be that way, he's going to ask us human beings, you know, to, if, if we can be his servants in that, it's, if we can serve him and be obedient to him. Right. Um, and, you know, that's what the team was. The team was obedient to God's will. In in planning and and working and executing God's vision um shout out to everybody every performer shout out to brendan and and coleman as a band um shout out to roman um shout out to literally like everybody that pulled up people who pulled up from different cities i love you thank you if you pulled up me you go to ucla and you pulled up i love you um that was an amazing time um I will say this, that, you know, and this kind of goes into the message. There were a lot of challenges going into planning something like that, as you could imagine. Um, And, you know, I had challenges. Let me just go down the list. I had challenges with time. We had about a little less than a month to actually plan that entire show. Um, We had a really tricky band situation because there's a lot of, um, you know, we had like the initial drummer the initial bass player wouldn't wouldn't weren't able to make it we couldn't get a drum set all that different stuff um but you know somehow it worked out and just the day of saturday we found a drum set and we were able to go and get it at three but then we needed to be at northwest campus auditorium at 4 45 and we had to scurry all the way to koreatown and back and but we got the drums um, you know, I had asked questions, you know, I I'd asked my, ask myself questions, was the marketing enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely do did not do as much marketing for this event as I did Poetry Jam number two. Probably not even Poetry Jam number one. Can't even really remember. But definitely not as much as number two. Um, you know, I'd ask myself questions, are people actually going to show up? I'm not even, like, my ears are not to the streets anymore. Like, I don't live on campus, I'm in my own you know, own um, university apartment, like, I don't know what's going on, like, will people show up, you know, um, I'm getting texts today of, of people, you know, this always happens, you know, I love these people and everything, and, like, but I get texts today of saying I can't make it, I can't make it, I can't make it, one after the other, and I'm not gonna lie, like, those, you know, it has the potential to really knock me off my game when I get those texts, um, Because then I start to think, like, dang, like, all these people are not going to show up. Like, what's going to go on? When really they're just wishing me good luck, you know what I'm saying? And they're being sweethearts, but I'm just taking it, like, a weird way. Um, You know, I had ordered these, like, backdrops because I wanted some more backdrops in the lobby. And they ended up to be trash. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, every day had its own challenge. And, I mean, that's just little things that I wanted to mention on this show. But there was every day leading up to this, you know, this event had a challenge and it still wound out to be amazing you know and I will say that you know I had a lot of bad days leading up to November 16th but at the same time the show ended up being such a great show and it makes me think like man isn't life crazy So crazy that there can be bad and there can be great at the same time. How is it that I can see so many things not go as planned in preparation for a show that wound out to be so great? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, remember when I said, I said this, I think a few episodes ago, and I said, like, you know, sometimes God puts us through the same situation again just to show us how much we've grown since we had to face it in the past. I think this was definitely one of those moments where it's, like, all these things were hitting me. These challenges were hitting me. And if it was a year ago, excuse me, if it was what? Like, we had the last uh, Poetry Jam in June. Was that, like, like, four months ago, however many months ago, I don't care, you know, if if we, if it was that, that long ago, bro, I'd be, like, tripping, I'd be tripping, but this time, you know, something bad would happen, and it would, yeah, it, sure, it would suck, you know, for the time being, like, it would, it would suck, but then at the same time, it was just like, bro, I can't stay focused on this, and you know what I believe it was, it was because, but the approach going back to the approach this time wasn't about let's make sure that everyone knows what unassociated is after they leave it wasn't about let's make sure we get a whole bunch of followers from this event or I get a whole bunch of website traffic from this event um it wasn't about any of that dude it could have I mean I could have probably shouted out you know unassociated more during the event but above all bro like this event was about... Serving and making sure that the people that showed up would not leave the same. And God honored that. I was preaching about service a week ago. Thank God I implemented it into my own life. And I'm telling you that God honored that. Normally when these things would happen, I'd panic. But this time... Ultimately, when I understood that it wasn't about me, that's when I just was able to let it go. We were supposed to sell the shirts at the event, but we couldn't. And I found that out the night before the event. <laughs> you know, and now I'm thinking to myself, like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? How now I really gotta like Find a different entire marketing scheme to, you know, sell these shirts the way we want to sell these shirts and like fundraise for the ASU and everything, um, as opposed to having them at the event and, you know, them being a merchandise that people can take with them and everything. You know, so many things went wrong leading up to the day, but God still honored that moment. Why? Because it wasn't necessarily for my sake so Emmanuel can save face. It wasn't so Emmanuel can get the glory. It wasn't so Emmanuel can be seen as some awesome visionary. But he did what he did this past Saturday so people can be set free and so people can know that, yo, that's what God's like. And ultimately, I think that, you know, during the preparation time, there's a lot of things that are that were out of my control. And sometimes God wants things to be out of our control because that's supposed to be his part. That's his contribution. He's going to put the things under your control. That's your contribution. The things that are out of your control. We get so panicky and we start to, you know, faint. When really he's like, nah, bro, like focus on what you got to do. And I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and help you do what you gotta do. Even though things were not all good, things still ended up being great. So even if things are not all good in your life right now, things can still be great. And what God showed me that, showed me um, what God showed me is that. You don't have to put in the most marketing that you've ever put in for it to be a great event. You don't have to have the entire band set for it to be a great event. A great event. You don't have to have all the right paperwork for it to be a great event. You don't have to have the shirts there for it to be a great event. You don't have to do this and this and that and this and this and that and check that and cross that and dot that. For it to be a great event, what you need to do is focus on the purpose and be obedient to me. That's what God was trying to say. We love to control every piece of it, but amidst us trying to control every piece of our lives and control every piece of a project that we're doing, what space are we creating for God to get the glory? What space are we creating for God to get the glory? Because ultimately, isn't that what it's about? Or what space are we creating for us to really serve other people authentically? Because isn't that what it's about? Isaiah 42. I'm starting at verse 15. This is... God speaking through the prophet Isaiah um, verse 15 behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small and shall make the hills as chaff thou shalt found them, thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away and the whirlwind shall scatter them and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord and shall glory in the holy one of Israel. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers and high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and a dry land, springs of water. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the shittah tree and the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the fir tree and the pine and the box tree and together, verse 20. That they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord hath done this and the Holy One of Israel hath created it. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. That they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord hath done this and the Holy One of Israel hath created it. We start off with God saying that he's going to make the children of Israel, Israel, a, a new being, a sharp threshing instrument. You know, he's going to he's going to do the impossible. You know, he's going to he's going to make waters in the desert and, and in the dry lands. You know, what I'm saying he's going to plant the trees and he's going to make the land fruitful. He's going to do all this impossible things. Right. Why is he going to do All the impossible things. Why is he going to perform all the miracles. That they may see. That they may know. And consider. And understand. That it's God that did it. You know. Ultimately the purpose. In all of this. Is for people to be saved. For you to be freed from bondage. For you to be freed from. From the enemy's traps, and ultimately know God, and ultimately know God, and ultimately everything that I do, that I need to be doing, is to help you understand that he is doing it. When I uh, stepped out there, it wasn't about me. And ultimately, I think that that's the reason why, you know, maybe I was a little nervous at first, but it didn't last long. Um, you know, maybe that's why when a whole bunch of things were going not my way, I didn't really care or not care, but I didn't really panic I didn't react the way I normally do. It's because this time it wasn't about Emmanuel. Can Emmanuel pull it off? Can Emmanuel get more popular from this? Can Emmanuel do this? Can Emmanuel do that? It wasn't about that this time. This time it was about serving God and presenting an offering to him. And this time it was about making sure that they see. Making sure that they know. Making sure that they consider and understand that the Lord is at hand. He's the one that's doing it. He's the one that created it. I dare not take the glory. I dare not take all the adoration and the and the honor. Nothing that happened on Saturday was truly about Emmanuel Hecke, Nor anybody else on the project's team. Nor anybody else that graced that stage. It was about all of us. (laughs) God wants us to see him. And I think the most visible way of seeing God is... By seeing God in other people Seeing his light Seeing his character Seeing his love in other people Um, God wants to use you He wants to use you He wants you to fulfill your purpose He wants you to, to be introduced to your destiny He wants you to 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 be successful and and prosperous in your own way. He wants you to discover your passion and all that different stuff, but he doesn't just want you to discover all those things to be just just happy and just complacent and just all good. God wants you to be good, don't get me wrong. But that's not the only reason why he's setting you up. He's setting you up so that others may see and no one consider him. That others get to know him through you. And ultimately, when you understand that God is the one that wants to get something from your service, you realize that although I'm in the equation, I'm not really, you know, I, I'm i not really the focal point. And when you realize that you're not the focal point, then what is there really to be nervous about what is there really to fear what is there really to to be so anxious about what is there really to stress over because God wants to use you all you really have to do is make yourself available and he's gonna do the rest so then when I'm worried about whether we're gonna get the drum set or not God took care of it he did that you know when I'm when I'm upset that you know the the shirts isn't going to be at the event it's like bro like If God really allowed a a honest mistake to happen so that the shirts wouldn't be at the event, then it's like, what am I supposed to do? Then maybe he didn't want them there. Okay, on to the next. Because now it's not about Emmanuel and how Emmanuel looks and if this is going to make Emmanuel look bad. It's about making sure that no matter what happens, no matter what doesn't happen, what will happen is that they will see, that they will know, that they will consider that the Lord is at hand, yo. That's the goal, that's the mission. It's not a, you know it's not your business to know how everything is going to work out sometimes. It's not your business to have the step by step by step by step by step plan and to carry it out and execute every step on that list. Sometimes the only thing that is your business is whatever God tells you to do. And that's why I titled this uh, episode, what I titled it. Let God handle your business. In quotation marks. (laughs) Let God handle it. Because really, you know, we, we may get so caught up thinking that all this stuff is our business and we gotta, you know, do whatever it takes, and you should definitely work hard, you should definitely do all this stuff, Def- I mean, I'm not, don't get it twisted, like, I definitely busted my butt to make sure that everything was in place for this poetry jam, um, and shout out to everybody else that busted their butt, everybody on the team, Alex Drysdale um, on ASU, like, literally people bust their butt to do it, so I'm not saying that you don't, you know, work, but what I'm saying is that when it comes to things that are out of your control, a lot of those things are out of your control for a reason. And do not fret. Do not be nervous. Do not panic. Because ultimately, it's not about you. It's not about how you look. It's not about how, how other people, you know, um, now look at you because maybe, oh, I'm an organizer or whatever. No, no, no. What it's about is service and making sure that you're avail- You're making yourself available to God so that God can show other people how great he is through you. Um. Am I done? I think I'm done. Yeah. So, let's go on to confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity that you've given us, Lord, um, to speak about you. Thank you, God, for what you did this past Saturday. (sighs) Still at a shortage of words. Thank you, God for what you did thank you lord jesus for the people you touched thank you for what you will continue to maintain in their lives lord jesus because your word goes out and it did not come back to you void god anything that you told anybody revealed reveal to anybody on saturday lord jesus i pray that you help them father god to have faith in the words that you have spoken to them, Lord Jesus, the visions that you have showed them, Lord, and that they cherish it and that they don't let anything take it away from them, Lord, that they run with their Lord Jesus, and they follow it to fruition, God, that you even follow it to fruition, God. Help us to be obedient. Help us to serve. Help us to realize that all this is not necessarily about us and understand that because it's not about us, we don't necessarily have to fear. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be nervous. We don't have to be anxious, all we need to do is just make ourselves available to you and be willing to say yes to you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are. Thank you so much for loving us. And because you love us so much, we are able to trust you, God. Thank you for the opportunity to be a part of your family, to be a part of your vision, to be a part of the destiny that you have had that you have for each and every one of us individually, to be a part of the community. Hallowed be thy name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, go out. Have a wonderful week, yo. Serve. You know what I'm saying? Like, you make somebody else's day, make somebody else's week amazing in some way, shape, or form. Um, Yeah. You guys have a great one, all right? Love you guys. You'll be hearing more from me soon. Peace.